0: Welcome back to Typically Unique. I'm Kim Aponte, and I'm here with my husband, Carlos. Hello. Today, we are going to recap and show some photos of things that we've talked about so far. I wanted to highlight some of those. And you can see here, um, we just have the room. We wanted to show, um, you know, we, we're, we've we been referring it to the man cave, Um this is a little too bright for what the man cave looked like but we had a nook um you can see in the background um we're kind of looking at it from the doorway so if you walked in the door to the right would be um a tv in, in a wall unit of drawers and um we would be able to store you know dry food things like that in there was there a little refrigerator i think we had a little refrigerator in there Whiteboard, bathroom straight ahead, and we set up our little parent sleeping area behind that curtain, so they gave us some privacy. Um, Aiden's Drew Brees jerseys hanging up there, that was his Halloween costume, and one of the many gifts that he received while he was there. And we had talked about the uh, explosion story when Aiden was having some stomach issues, Um, And this is just, this isn't that exact time, but, you know, him being in the game room attached to that pole, and you can just see all the wires and pumps and everything that was attached and just how hard of a time he would have, he would have waited and tried to disconnect everything with the game station, it would have been. And I, if you look on the pole at the bottom in the back, there's a blue that's a blue bag. That's, <laughs> that's that's where we kept it, yeah, mm-hmm. the, game,
1: the game unit, right?
0: Yep. And this is also in the game room. You know, Aiden spent a lot, lot of time there, and this is his little buddy. Um, and that's also the baby that we talked about um, that would be rocked all the time when we walked by. And he was so cute. Um, we got to know them really well, and he wanted to be around Aiden, so he would sit there while Aiden was playing his game. And you can see he has the TV remote in his hand (laughs) when he gave him that. And uh, he thought he was really playing the game. It was so cute. Um, I know I have a journal entry about this moment because it was so precious. He would get mad if, like, Aiden would crash or whatever he was doing in the game and something would happen and the game would stop. And he'd get mad and look at Aiden like, what are you doing? Make it keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And so, this is Carly and that little guy's um, sister, and when Carly got to come to the hospital, she um, really got to know a lot of the siblings, and hung out with them, and she was just so sweet, um, spending time with them, and uh, doing little crafts. And,
1: and if you remember, Carly was the assistant child life specialist. Yes. So she would try to do a little crafts and games, um, you know, with some of the littler kids, uh, on the floor. And <clears throat> one thing that we probably won't talk about today, but maybe in a future episode is, um, there was this program started by Mia Ham called super sibs. And, um, you know, Carly got into that a little bit and, um, It was important for Carly to be a part of this in some way. Um, She was probably the least knowledgeable about what was going on. She was frustrated with that. But um, um, I think we started to realize that we needed to involve her a little bit more. And this was one of the ways. This is that... uh, picture that we always (laughs) post on Facebook (laughs)
0: this and I I think the one right after it my two favorite photos she just looks so sweet and has just like a sadness at the same time you know so uh, that was her little clay snowman that she made and the photo before that was a little window area that you know here's another window area just gave um people a place to get out of the room and go sit for a while. So I love this photo. These are other children that she spent time with. This is Aiden having, um, school in the game room. So he would sit there with his tutor.
1: Yeah, they, um, I think they had a few sessions, but this wasn't anything that um, Aiden was overly excited about. (laughs) No,
0: not at all. Um, So, again, you know, Carly's time at the hospital was when we were switching between visits. So, she wasn't always there for everything. And I believe this is. If not the first time, uh, I think it was the first time that she saw Aiden, you know, after he had his head shaved. So he always was wearing that baseball cap at the beginning, but he took it off to let her see. And, you know, she was concerned about him. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, when she was there, they're not really interacting here. But, you know, this is at the nurse's station. They just like to sit there. They felt special and she just wanted to be where he was and even if they they just wanted to be she wanted to be together with him (laughs) so this is a time we haven't talked about yet and um with aml because we talked about how serious it is right away this is still probably september i would think they told us they were going to test each of us um, me, Carlos, and Carly to see if we would possibly be a match for a bone marrow transplant for Aiden. And that was a big deal getting um, our, well, car- for Carly to get her blood drawn. You know, she wasn't <laughs> excited about that, but she was so brave, um, didn't really show it outwardly or complain at all. And I think because she saw what Aiden was going through, she wanted to put on a brave face. And she was so proud of herself, and we were proud of her, too. Right. You can see all those tubes there on that table that they had to take. Um, Oh, and just to follow up on that, none of us were a match.
1: No, not even close.
0: No, not even (laughs) close. And they wanted that on standby as a backup because AML is difficult to get into remission. So I wanted to give a little tour. I was surprised that um, I had all these photos. I just went around the hospital one day and just kind of wanted to document everything. So this is just a wall. All the walls are just painted brightly to make it a nice environment for the kids. Um, This is in the main part of the hospital. They had different... Hospitals adjoining to the center cafeteria. So we were in the children's hospital. There was a women's hospital. There was a general hospital. Definitely those three. And this is an area like a gathering area in the middle. But they were remodeling it when we were there, and just
1: was this s- outside?
0: Uh, it might be. I in thought between you could go outside the there. Yeah. Yes. Just so fun. They had those little houses and just. Everything was um, like kind of backyard. I
1: don't think we ever went out there, even though that was available to us. (laughs) No, but we would
0: pass it in the hallway because it was all windows. It was just so nice to see. Uh, This is the infamous foosball table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And here's a better shot of the game room. So the couch, the foosball, the table. You can see everything and all the art projects that they would do. And then this is just one of the main hallways um, on the floor we were on in the nurses' station, and you can see they pretty much always had chairs on the opposite side of the desk because anyone at any time would just go plop down and chit chat. They would even have babies out there; like mm-hmm. they would, they would want to see the babies and have them on the desk and. Um, We did have some food items that we could keep in our room, and I don't know if all children's hospitals offer that, but this was kind of the central location that everybody shared. So always coffee there. There was a large fridge you had to, if you brought anything in um, that was yours to put in this big fridge, you had to put, they'd give you a special sticker. They would print them out with your name and the date and everything because they wouldn't want anything to stay in there too late. Um, and they made sure they kept it stocked. And that's another thing that I don't think we found out for a while is that things from the cafeteria boxes of cereal, crackers, little containers, peanut butter and jelly, things like that, that were always there that you could just grab last minute. And no, I didn't find that out for a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they did have a few, um, other things that would go on. Uh, outside of um, you know the hospital, and sometimes there were shared events, and sometimes they're individual. This was a racetrack I used to race at, and I had found out that um, uh, they were going to have a special Ronald McDonald House uh, fundraiser. Um, mm-hmm. So they were going to do some karting, and um, some of the proceeds go to Ronald McDonald House. So Ronald McDonald himself showed up. Uh, Carly and I, um, because I would be home on the weekends. Carly and I went to this and, um, we had a chance to, you know, help support some of the things that, um, were supporting us. Right. And, um, yeah, she got a chance to maybe help in her own way, right. To be involved in some way, shape or form. So that's Carly, uh, on the cart. And
0: we weren't getting out to do too many fun things (laughs) with her. So this was just, she loved it. She loves that kind of stuff. Right. And I just wanted to show, this was the ad that they have um, to collect those pop tabs. So they do use them. They call it pull for the house. So at the end of our last episode, we were talking about Aiden getting to go home and how I was in a meeting. And I had to share, when I say that I literally packed up at the last minute when I got that phone call from Carlos... um, I, you know got the phone call I'm in this and it was a big district meeting you know and and I'm like oh my gosh Aiden's coming home and, and everybody was so supportive and so <laughs> happy they were they were like go get out of here and they were clapping like <laughs> yeah, he gets to come home and when I picked Carly up um, you know we knew um, soon he would be coming so we had the supplies on hand so We made a banner, and this is what he looked like, and Carly is kind of cheering in the background. (laughs) And uh, before he came home, uh, our friends and family came over for a a whole day of just deep cleaning the house, and we repainted his bedroom, lakeside colors, his school colors, Um, so we wanted to surprise him with something like that when he came home, so he liked it. I skipped one Uh, and this is just him hanging out with some friends they're all on their little game games playing hanging out and when he visited school we talked about his class picture so it's there with his class and he's smiling in that picture he was so happy which
1: typically doesn't happen but uh, yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: And so this is his friend that greeted him at the door and brought him in. They were all excited. Um, and then at Halloween time, so we'll be talking about Halloween more for round two. Um, that was definitely during round two. But I talked about making the hands for the door, and I think the next one shows it better. <laughs> so the, the vision, we had this mask, so I think, or maybe that's what he picked out from the things that they offered at the hospital. And so Aiden came up with this idea for the hands and looking at this, I remember they were clay because I've got duct tape, like going up over the door, holding them on. And, but it came out pretty cool. Just like we thought it would be a body. It would just,
1: yeah, kind of a three dimensional thing coming out of the door. So kind of hard to tell in the picture, but those are actually protruding out uh, of the door. So yeah. Yeah. And that, that was his own mold model. Those are his hands. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't have those anymore and they cannot have live like plants and pumpkins and things like that up at the hospital because they don't want bacteria and all that stuff. So when I say like they think of everything and try to do everything for these kids, they sent up these styrofoam pumpkins (laughs) for them to carve. So they were always doing things like that. And everybody made their own little display outside. And I had talked about um, the central area. So you can see the stage set up there. That's where they would do that bingo during the week. Um, and the window's there um, so you can see in. And that's just a gathering place. They In this photo, they had trick-or-treating for kids in the rest of the hospital. But the kids at, on the second oncology floor couldn't go down, so... This is also where they would set up to pick out their costumes and all that stuff. So on Aiden's floor, they just got to go around from room to room and the nurses were handing out things and Aiden dressed up as a football player and he's sitting there outside his door handing out (laughs) candy. And then if you remember... uh, our friend that we called Matt, that would hang out with us at the nurses' station. Uh, this was his display that they came <laughs> up with, so we got we got a kick out of it because he was just always doing fun things,
1: a little extra. Yeah, a little extra.
0: <laughs> that was, I believe, this is his son's robe and slippers. That he put yeah, in, so it was funny. Then uh, when Aiden got to come home. Um, after round two, uh, it was for hollow, It was right at Halloween time, so typically my mother-in-law would sit and pass out candy, and we would walk around the neighborhood, but since Aiden just came home, and he had to stay home, and it was nice enough out, we let him sit and pass out candy, and he enjoyed that. You try to do the things you can.
1: Right, right. You know, and we, um, a, a lot of things we started doing, you know, I don't know if it was, absolutely right away. But um, we really wanted to track a lot of the things. Aiden had certain goals um, to either get him home or get him out of the room or he could go to the game room. And he would always ask me, he like, hey, where are we at now? Where are we at now? So I just made like this visual board. There's a big whiteboard in the room. So I just started charting all the things that pertain to Aiden in some way, whether he had you know, the ANC is, um, you know, if once his uh, counts, neutrophil counts went down to zero, he would have to get to 200 before he was allowed to go home in each one of those five rounds that mm-hmm. he had to do. So um, we would know that 200 was the goal. And then every morning in rounds, we would get the numbers and we would chart it on like a little thermometer.
0: Yep. Yep um it was hard to capture I couldn't capture the whole board so it was this huge round white board that took up a pretty good chunk of the wall so every day we would have you know the numbers like he was saying so you can see on different days oh here's your platelet number because that's something that we were we were tracking and the thermometer that we had talked about is right here so we would we'd start that Probably after his counts had gone to zero, and then we were waiting for them to <laughs> to go back up to that two hundred mark.
1: Right, and it would you know it would slowly move. I mean, some days I could get it up to like eighty or a hundred, and then they would come back in and say, "Well, you're at sixty today," and I'd have to erase it. And he <laughs> he would be annoyed if we were going the opposite way. But uh, but yeah, that was. It was a good visual tracker for him.
0: Yeah, those were the typical things we would track, but anything that came up and that's, you know, we were super involved and when we would go to rounds and we would hear things or if issues came up, that whiteboard, we just took it over, you know. I think it was really supposed to be for the nurses. They would put their little um, magnetic name card up there and sometimes they would write things on there, but we um, would chart things. This was just an example of you know, they had, I don't know, Aiden had some issue going on with his weight and they had given him Lasix cause he was retaining water and then it was too much and they wanted him to gain weight. So we just, we start tracking it, you know, it was, it was comforting. It was something we could manage and it helped Aiden visualize it too. So he knew what was coming up. So,
1: yeah. And one more thing about this, you know, which is just an obscure thing that we ultimately tracked, but, um, you know, sometimes the doctors and nurses would come in and almost ask us, you know, like during, not rounds in the morning, but maybe during just a regular check-in or something. Oh, how's his weight been? How's his, you know. Oh, right. Uh, we, we had that information. You know, we didn't have to go to... um Yes. Uh, you know, to, to the the rounds, numbers or anything like that. We had everything visual for us as well. So it was for Aiden and it was for us to have the information. And then when Kim would come in, you know, um, like on the weekends, she could see, you know, a week's worth of data right. charted out for her to say, wow, he was retaining water on the 14th, 15th, 16th and 17th, right. you know, and now, you know, maybe he got some Lasix and now he's actually starting to, you know, even out, level out, and we could see, you know, hey, maybe he's starting to gain again. Do we need to to check this again? So um, mm-hmm. it, it was good for us and him as well.
0: Yeah, between the whiteboard and the binders and the journal. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> a lot of data points. Different places <laughs> to keep things, but uh, those were the highlights and um, things that we had visually to share of what we've talked about so far. So, we'll be talking about uh, round two, what round two is like for us on our next episode. And we hope you will join us back. Um, and we will see you then. It's all right. Bye. Bye.